Yo, welcome to a well overdue episode of Get Your Nerd On Podcast with me, P90. You know, the nigga who always does this podcast alone because his homeboy didn't want to move down to Florida with him. So, yeah, fuck Rob G. Nah, that's my guy. Alright, bro. Shit. Listen, man, it's been a busy week for me. A really cool week. Did some real cool shit. Uh, but yeah, who cares about me? Alright, I do. Yeah, I did some pretty cool shit. Did a lot of gaming, um, some other stuff. I beat Resident Evil 8 finally. Like, I was going to record this, and then I was like, you know what? I have enough energy to sit through the rest of Resident Evil 8. So I decided to beat that first so I could come here and be like, yo, I beat a game. I played probably like 25, 30% of Psychonauts 2. That game is fucking fantastic. Maybe less than that. I don't really know. I'm in the eye level. And like the trippy ass fucking band shit and dog that shit is dope we'll get into that later uh what the fuck else happened i reread mr miracle and this story is fantastic like it's really 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 good um it's written differently than your average comic book and that's what's so dope about it but like it still keeps everything that it's supposed to keep it gives off what it's supposed to give. Um, we will flip through the reviews. I mean, not the reviews. The uh, what the, the previews. The reviews. We're going to flip through the previews uh, and see what I find interesting. That's coming up next. What the fuck else is there? I don't know. There's a bunch of news. Gamescom happened. Uh, so we'll be grabbing some news from Gamescom shit um and yeah that's that's about it i'm great i'm fucking i'm not that great i just took a look to my right and my evie is falling behind the tv i don't know how the fuck that's happening she was placed perfectly on top of the tv now my evie is about to fall all right i'm gonna go fix evie and we're gonna get right into the gaming news shit all right so, Dying Light 2 was shown at Gamescom, uh, solidifying that December date. More big buildings and zip lines, free running and big jumps. So, there's going to be a lot of rooftops to jump on. There's going to be a lot of ground to cover. There's going to be a lot of normal people that you're fighting. And they said the zombies will be even more vicious. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. But the night ones will still be worse. Like last time. That's what stopped me from beating the game. But I think I'm going to try and run back to it. I don't know. That game got hard as fuck, bro. And playing it alone, that shit kind of creepy. And it's not scary. It's just creepy in the sense of like, yo, you're going to get your ass whipped. That's how I feel. I'm going to get my ass whipped, bro. I swear. Wasteland 3 update coming in October. Oh, shit. Sorry, y'all. That's a yawn, and I'm not editing it. Um, Soon, you can stream Xbox games on your Xbox. No download needed. So, xCloud will soon be coming to the Xbox system, which means them games on Game Pass that work on the cloud, you can play them right on your Xbox, on another Xbox, or your regular Xbox, or your old Xbox. It don't matter, as long as it's an Xbox One family, you can stream it to it, and you can play it. So what does that really mean? Because apparently you still don't get it. Well, what that means is, if you got three Xboxes in your crib, right, right, you under your Xboxes is full of shit, and someone's on the other one, 
and you want to try this new game out, and there's only one Xbox left, but it's not downloaded on that Xbox, you can boot up that Xbox anyway. You can go right your, you take your ass right to Game Pass, and then you can look in the cloud section, and guess what? You can just click on the fucking game, and it will start. Want to play Psychonauts 2, but you don't got no space for Psychonauts 2? I don't know why. It's not like it's a big-ass game. But, hey, go boot up that Xbox and just click it. I mean, of course you can do it on the Xbox with the full storage, but fuck that. I want to use my three Xbox analogy because you should probably have three Xboxes in your crib. If you want to play the new Halo game, but you don't got the Series X or S, and you really, really want to play that shit, maybe you got the original one, or maybe you got the Xbox One X. Well, guess what? You go to your Game Pass, because Halo's going to be on Game Pass, and the multiplayer's also going to be free. So you just go on to your Game Pass, cuz. You click that motherfucker, and then you stream it from the cloud. Now, of course, it ain't going to be perfect. It's a stream. But it's still a really cool idea. I advise y'all motherfuckers to start investing in some fucking Cat 7 cores. I don't know if they got Cat 8s yet. But start Ethernet in your bitch. Alright? Hardwire yo ho. Okay? Because that, that Wi-Fi gonna work. It work. But you probably gonna want the best streaming connection ever. Also, you might need to upgrade your... Wi-Fi routers, because I know some of y'all still got the ones that your cable provider gives you. That ain't cutting it, that ain't cutting it, that ain't cutting it. Matter of fact, sometimes you might even need to get a whole new modem, because sometimes the motherfuckers don't be cutting it. But, just know, that's the GOAT. That's some real fire shit that they got going on right there, cuz. Word to me. Aye, yet again, Bethesda had to set things straight and say that Starfield is not coming to any PlayStation console, including the PS5. I don't understand what's so hard to understand about that, but like, it's not going to anything else. Kids in China are now being restricted to three hours of gameplay per week, That or three hours of game time per week. That's crazy. This is due to the rise in concerns of gaming addiction. Children under the age of 18 will now be restricted to one hour of gaming Friday, one hour of gaming Saturday, and one hour of gaming Sunday, and on public holidays. That's nuts. Um, Listen, bro. First off, everyone's complaint is valid. It's valid. I'm never going to tell you that you should force yourself to be happy if you're not happy. But in the sense of gaming, I think... Niggas need to be lucky, bro. Be lucky. Because that shit sucks. I could never do that. Listen, bro. I like to game a lot. But ain't no fucking addiction here. I ha- I make my own choices, bro. If I ain't want to do my schoolwork that day, it's because I ain't want to do my fucking schoolwork that day. Nigga, Halo just dropped. I'd rather play Halo. Fuck the schoolwork. That was my choice. I ain't addicted. Nigga, it's just... Homework is trash, alright? These kids, bro, I don't know what's good with these kids. Them parents need to learn how to regulate. They shouldn't have to let China regulate for them, cuz. You gotta be like, hey, yo, Tommy. Hey, bruh. Put the fucking game down right now before I run it over. I'm gonna put this shit on, the, on my back wheel of the truck. And if you don't fucking start doing some work, cuz, 
I'm gonna just roll this shit over. That's what my stepdad did. I hated that motherfucking shit, bro. That that was pissing me off. But I did my work. And then, you know, in the middle school, early high school came and then my mom was like, Yo, listen, bruh, you ain't gonna be on that game all night, but she wouldn't take it from me no more. No. So it was just like, all right, baby, baby, I'm going to do my work. Close the door, turn the volume down, and I'll just start playing video games. Because I just didn't want to do no work. There's a, see, there's a difference between addiction and a motherfucker just ain't trying to be responsible. But them kids probably addicted, bro. Them kids probably got some sort of addiction. Gunk has been delayed to December. It will also launch with a $30 price tag. That's not that bad. It is what it is. I mean, that's two games coming out in December then because we also got uh, Halo. And then before that, we got Forza. And then before that, I think it's Age of Calamity or Empire. Some shit. And it's still, it's still a good amount of games, bro. I think it was supposed to come out like this year or some shit. I mean, this month or some shit. But it's all good, bro. I just can't wait to play it. It looks like a fun game. Like... If you looked at Knack and was like, that was cool, you might look at this and be like, that's cooler. <laughs> cooler. It's my, one of my favorite movies from Dragon Ball Z. All right, that's not what we're here to talk about. A leak says THQ Nordic is planning to release a Star Wars racer game for PlayStation 4 and Switch. They're going backwards as hell. But I also could have sworn I already knew this. But apparently it was in my news cycle this week. So I thought I'd bring it to y'all. New Saints Row reboot on the way, and it's influenced by John Wick. Not many people are happy about it, or the look of it. But you know what? I think it's cool. I think it's a funny new take on the game. I think it's dope. Like, I gotta see what it is. Because, like, everyone's worried about the gangs and not gangs. And it's just like, bro, we haven't even played the game. Once the game comes out and you can see if the gangs are there, then we can talk about how it's not really Saints Rowy. Like, yeah, it looks like, it looks like if the nerd, the cool nerd kids from now just got into gangs. That's what it looked like to me. Like, they got into gangs and just pulled heist and shit. Bro, it looks like Saints Row, if you ask me. It just looks like a different version. They Like, they're on a different block or some shit. They just not called the Saints. I don't think so. But it's still Saints Row. But we don't have to see. We don't need more gameplay. Because that was just a trailer of like, hey, yo, these niggas be stealing shit. That's all that trailer told me. That trailer was just like, yo, they be stealing shit, cuz. We just want you to know. They be out here on the block stealing rocket launchers and shit. I think that's cool. Oh, well. Now, back to some other stuff. Uh, According to Horizon Forbidden West support page, there really won't be a PS5 or PS4 upgrade for the game. Which is pretty insane. Um, You would have thought that they would have fucking made it a little bit easier. But I guess not. So, yeah. You guys are asked out. If you bought it for, um... Well, Forbidden West. And I believe... uh, Sorry. (coughs) Yeah, bro. you're, You're fucking asked out. So if you get it for your PlayStation 4, it's backwards compatible probably. But no upgrade. But... You're going to have to buy the PlayStation 5 version if you want. So it's a, you got to buy another fucking game. Final Fantasy 13 is finally on Game Pass. And you can go download it and play it right now. Cool. 
Sony is hosting a Future of PlayStation 5 event September 9th. Um, it will be around 40 minutes, and it will talk about games releasing this holiday and beyond. I'm hoping that we see some Spider-Man, and I'm hoping that Spider-Man is secretly releasing uh, either early next year or, like, in, say, December. Um, I know we just had Miles Morales, but if I'm honest, I Spider-Man's the only game I'm bigly looking forward to on PlayStation that I can think of. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully this horror game that no one was able to play the demo of, uh, we get a look at, like a real good look at it. Um, oh, well, no, no one could play it because it was just a video teaser to begin with. So hopefully they show us some of that. I'm looking forward to seeing things, you know, giving me more reason to play my PlayStation 5. I don't know, maybe a teaser on some Returnal DLC, even though I didn't beat the game and I'm probably never going to go back to it. Um, something brand, brand new, maybe a, one new IP, tease. I'm not expecting a lot, but I'm expecting something. Just, just something to make the fans happy again. Because I don't even care at this point. I just, I'm just collecting. But... I know people are a little angry with them, with a lot of stuff. They just support them because, you know, it's Sony. So, of course, they're going to support that, which is fine. I mean, you do what you do. You got it. You, you want to support your peoples, you support your peoples. But um, there is also a possibility that we will be getting um, Game Boy on our Switch maybe even this month. It's just a couple reports and rumors, but if they add it, who knows? I mean, I'm sure they'll give us the Mario games first. Um, I'm hoping if they're going to just re-give us game, I'm hoping we get the Game Boy version of Yoshi's Island. Otherwise, I hope we get some obscure games, but I feel like we're just going to get Nintendo games. Because, like, I want, like, the Shrek game, um, because that shit was hard. I never got a chance to beat that. I want some of those old Sonic games. Like, I really, really like the Sonic games, like, a lot. It's, Sonic games are fucking great. Um... So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they give us from the Game Boy Fantasy. I really just prefer the GameCube uh, or the 64. I want the 64. Like, I have the 64 at home, but I also want to play the 64 sometimes on the go. And since they'll add online support, basically, I mean, I'm hoping, I believe they said they'll add on. I mean, I think the NES and stuff has online support. I didn't try it yet, but I think it does. Or two-player support. Something. But I prefer the N64, and I'm, I'm hoping that we eventually get that. Halo Infinite will ship without co-op campaign in Forge. Um, it's upsetting. Yes, I get it. A lot of us really want to play with our friends. I want to play with my friends, too. That is very true. I, I swear I understand, but I'm also looking at it from their standpoint. This is the first time they're doing this type. I feel like I said this before, but whatever. This is the first time they're doing this type of um, campaign for Halo, and this is also um, the first time they're doing a co-op in such a vastly open world the way they're describing it at least and i respect that and because of that it's fine to me i'm okay with it we get single player co-op we get um multiplayer on day one and speaking of multiplayer it's actually down to uh you can preload it right now i just preloaded mine Make sure you guys also sign up for the uh, flight on Halo Waypoint because they will be doing another one. And it will be PvP and it will be big team. So if you guys want to test the game out a little bit more, get your hands on it before it actually comes out, you know, they will have that. And they are opening more slots for it. Um, But yeah, co-op and uh, Forge will be coming a season apart from each other. 
respectively. So season two um, will be one and then season three will be the other. So we're still going to get it. It's just going to come later, of course. Crisis Remastered Trilogy will launch October 15th for anyone who is a Crisis fan and wants to play it on these newer systems. Um, and, oh, Marvel Midnight Suns looks really, really cool. I don't know if I'm going to play it that much, but it's like a, it's XCOM card deck building Marvel um, video game, and it it just looks really, really cool. Never read the story that it's based off of or inspired by, but I truly, truly think that that shit looks really dope, and I'm very, very interested to see how it plays out. I've never really played XCOM. I've had one. Di- I had a disc in my room uh, one time, but I never played it. Ended up trading it. I hear people love those games. I'm going to give it a very fair try because it's a comic book game, so I'm excited for it. Um, Court of Owls will probably be, will definitely be making an appearance in, um, in, 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 in Gotham Knights, and I'm super, super, super excited about it. I hope we see more before its release because we haven't really seen much. And these, the theses, ha <laughs> theses, DC's fandom is going to be in October, I believe it was. So. We'll see what happens by then. I don't think the game comes out until um, early next year, which, I mean, is safe for it because of the the, the, um, the dropping of other things that are coming out, um, such as Halo, Forza, Call of Duty, Battlefield, and all that shit. Also, I don't know if we mentioned this, but Halo has a release date, which is December 9th, and I've requested those days off, so I'm definitely going to play some Halo. And I will definitely let you guys know how I feel about the campaign. I will definitely be streaming Halo. That is an absolute fact. Do I know if I'm going to have a camera when I stream it? I do not know. Do I know if I'm going to stream the story or th- and the multiplayer? I know I'm streaming the multiplayer. Don't know if I'm streaming the story. Definitely going to be streaming, though. So um, definitely keep your eyes peeled for the links on my Twitter. Maybe if I have my Discord up by then. Um, it'll be posted in the Discord. Um, it'll definitely be posted in the notes that I have started streaming, and I'll definitely be telling you guys that I started streaming it. But yeah, uh, that's it from the top of my head of all the stuff that I needed to talk about. So, on to two games. I finally beat Resident Evil 8. The game was very fun, but I don't think the game was like the greatest Resident Evil game ever. It was not that scary, like, uh, after getting out of Lady D's castle, which I've already said in a previous episode, like, after that, it was just like, nah, I'm not interested in this game, and because I lacked the interest, it was also less scary for me, but I finally beat it. Um, the Heisenberg factory was pretty cool and creepy, um, because whenever I saw one of those big dudes, I just, like, kind of backed away, but it wasn't that I was scared, it was because their weak spot was in their chest. So when it comes to hitting very tiny areas like that, I start to not, like, I just get very cautious. So I only played it when I knew I had time to sit there and not waste my ammo. Um, and it's just a lot of big enemies more than um, just trying to scare you. It's like enemies like, ah, I hope you, f- I bet you feel helpless. But, like, if you bought ammo and have a bunch of crafting materials, like, the game makes sure, almost makes sure it's impossible 
free to fuck up your run. Um, but yeah, that shit was it was it was okay. Okay, it was definitely worth playing if you're a Resident Evil fan. But it's not like you're gonna like love it because you're a Resident Evil fan. You're just gonna be like, okay, cool. The ending. It's the end of Ethan's story. I do not believe we're getting any more Ethan, like, at all. I think that was definitely the end of it. I think he's done with. I think he did appear in the end of the game. I do think that theory is right, but I don't think we're going to see him. If anything, his daughter is going to become like a like a Jill um, or something like that. I'm, I'm sure she's going to end up with a gun. I'm sure they're going to end up using her for something. Uh, but I think she's going to be our next main character. I think that might not happen on the next next game but i think they're gonna build up with her i believe that final i mean that uh resident evil is also moving away from being one cohesive thing and it's going to be a universe game like i feel like it's going to turn to final turn into final fantasy everything's going to be connected to like umbrella and shit in one way or another but it's going to turn into Final Fantasy, where it can tell other stories in the Resident Evil universe without needing to follow a straight line. Because if they wanted this game to feel like it was like super connected to everything, then we would have been playing through Chris's eyes instead. And like, because Chris was there like the the entire fucking time. And he knew what he was doing. They knew he was researching. But we only learned this stuff through, like, reading it in the, the little notes and shit. So, like, mid in that sense. Um, yeah. And also, the game was pretty, um, it was pretty clever how they added that twist of, uh, hey, bro, just so you fucking know, I mean, I should have said it earlier, but at the same time, I'm talking about the game, so there's gonna be spoilers. Y'all know I spoil all my shit, although I should have told y'all, but I don't, I don't care. You don't care. It's too late. Mia survived, and I thought that twist was really interesting how they did that. Also, Mother Miranda looked kind of fine, cause like yo, I might clap though. Okay. Um. Anyway, bruh. Yeah, I give that game like a like a six point eight or a seven. That game's not the, the, it's not the greatest game in the Resident Evil franchise that I've played, especially during the remakes. I know people said the earlier remakes, it cut shit out. But as a person who didn't play all the originals, this is my last, this is my least favorite one. Seven is so much better than it. Um, Resident Evil 3 is much better than it. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead, finish it if any of you guys were in the same boat as me and didn't finish it. I'm not playing the DLC uh, or any of that shit. I tried to, like, 100% in one run, and apparently I fucking missed something. I don't know what the fuck I missed, but I missed something, and it fucked up a lot of the achievements that I was supposed to get. So I said, fuck that game, not playing it, no, 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 zip, not at all. Screw that shit. Literally deleted that thing once I was done with it. I need my space. Halo's coming out soon. Bunch of games coming out soon. Fuck that game. If I go back to it, I'll go back to it in the long, in the distant future when like when you guys is paying for when your viewership pays for me to not go to work, then I'll go back and I'll play a bunch of these games. And we can even do like uh throwback episodes where we can be like, ah, right, yo, we we went we went back on Resident Evil Seven. Do I have the same take? Yeah, we're gonna do shit like that. But anyway. 
I also got Psychonauts 2. Um, it's also on Game Pass. It's not an Xbox exclusive. We know. It was in development before the acquisition. So you can play it on your PlayStation 2 if you want. It's on PC, and it's on Game Pass, and it's on Xbox normally. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It is a very fun, trippy, wonderful adventure following Raz as he has to um, get the Psychonauts gang back together to help take down a very, very credible threat. And man, is this game funny. It's really cool. The level designs are absolutely insane. These people at Double Fine did their shit. Like, it is wonderful. There's so much, um, it's so much mental health in the game, too. And they do it in, like, such a subtle way that, like, anyone will notice it. But if you go through certain things, like, you'll really feel comfortable playing the game. And, um, it's very rewarding, um... To, to at least to me for certain things like there's a monster a panic attack monster and like um or anxiety attack and like you kick his ass and like it's really dope it's rewarding it felt cool beating his ass and shit um but then he turns into a normal little like a little mini person that you just fight on the normal and you're like oh shit all these panic attacks um but it's really cool um i really really like that so far Playing that game, it's it's really a solid nine. Um, I'm I just really freaking enjoy it. The sound is, is beautiful of the game. It looks really really good. I can even see them going into a cartoon of some sort um, to expand the universe. Like that would be wonderful. That would be absolutely cool. There's just so much they could do with it. The game is at it's truly fucking it's dope, bro. Like. No joke, that shit is dope. Uh, let's see what else. I, I don't have much comic news, but we can go through the Marvel and DC previews together. So, this next segment, bear with me. It's going to be a little slow, but it's going to have... Now, let me talk about shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my impressions on what I see coming up. In comics. Alright, let's get to it. So, issue 16 of DC Connect. This came out for September. Let's see. Um, Alright. What's inside? Batman, Dark Knights of Steel, Justice League Incarnate. Um, ba, 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 ba. A bold, gritty take on Gotham. Batman, the imposter. They're teasing issue 2. And it says, Detective Blair Wong sets her sights on Bruce Wayne as the source of information about the Batman. But neither of them was really was ready for the sparks that flew when they met. Unfortunately for their relationship, the imposter Batman has killed again. And the pressure is mounting in close and mounting to close the case immediately. Alright, cool. So there's really a Batman imposter, but this Batman is a killer is what it seems like. This, this could be pretty good. It's uh, geared at 17 plus, and it's a black label. So I wonder if they're actually going to 17 plus it because, like, they're doing some in-depth killing in there or what. Like, that's I wonder why it's 17 plus because sometimes I feel like they just be fucking, um, they just be mid as fuck. 
with their with their ratings. I don't know when I. Eh, fuck it, fuck it. I'm not gonna get into it. I I had this debate too many times. Um, Batman, One Dark Knight. Okay. Um. Okay. Batman One Dark Knight book one. It's gonna be three books, forty eight pages each. It looks like it's gonna be the big black uh black label joints. From high above the sweltering summer streets of Gotham, Batman planned to escort the GCPD as the dangerous meta-human supervillain known as EMP was transferred from a holding cell in the permanent home at Blackgate Prison. EMP's electrical powers posed a threat, but the situation was in hand. Until it wasn't. Now every light in Gotham is out, the police are in disarray, and a broken, bleeding Batman must fight his way to Blackgate, block by block, dragging EMP behind him. But the dark corners of Gotham hold many surprises, and EMP has many more shocks to deliver before the night is through. Okay. This sounds like it's going to be a pretty good one. Um, I mean, from what I gather from it, EMP's literally going to strike an EMP, and all of the lights in Gotham will be out. And Batman must, I guess, bring him to where he, his destination all right cool so i'm looking forward to that looking forward to see how that turns out how they're going to write batman like literally in darkness that's what it gives me at least is batman in darkness uh let's see what else we got we got a really cool cover for batman 116 it's going to be a fear state issue batman 117 um oh that's cool okay so 116 and 117 uh the the final bloody chapter of fear state all right cool that's dope all right so the covers are really awesome because it's like if you put them side by side it's team batman versus team um what's his face scarecrow and i think that's really dope uh that's actually really really cool arkham city the order of the world 2 interesting um, is this like Arkham City the game? Dr. Vilcasta Joy, Arkham's last living psychiatric, continues her descent into the ten-eyed man's world of delusion. But are his crimes of ghost and uh, ritual purely figments of his imagination? Or is there a method to his madness? Meanwhile, Dr. Double X, a man with the ability to project his soul outside of his body, has been taken prisoner by a very friendly couple who have discovered that his powers of astral projection can be used on others, and they are addicted. But when Azrael appears in the den of sins, will anybody be safe from his cleansing fire? Interesting. I didn't hear about this. This is my first time hearing about this. That was um the synopsis for number two. This comes out 11-2. I think I might add the first one to my list. My comic guy is usually good about putting random stuff on my list, so let's hope that he puts that in there if I forget. There will be a Fear State tie-in for Batman Urban Legends number 9. And I will actually read this because it looks like this is related to um, Black Lightning going lightning form. So I'm interested to see what that is. And holy shit... Um, oh, well, there's I'm Batman. Fuck, I am Batman. I am Batman. Who's I am Batman? Oh, oh my god. I don't know if I had this conversation with you guys. 
I do not care about Jace Fox one fucking bit. I had this conversation. I'm pretty sure I had this conversation. I'm just going to end it there. I don't care about Jace Fox. I'm only going to read this Fear State tie-in because it's a tie-in and I have issues with tie-ins. I'm always buying tie-ins that I end up never needing, but I'm going to get it just to be safe. Batman Secret Files, The Gardener, number one. It's a Fear State tie-in, and I guess it's going to be... Matter of fact, we'll just read it. She is shrouded in mystery. Her motives are a secret, and one cannot help but ask, who is Bella Garten, a.k.a. The Gardener? Really? Green film storytellers, James Tinian? Okay, yeah, so I guess it's going to be about um an origin for her. Hold up. A little origin, how she's connected. I hope her character does well. Her character looks really cool. Uh, what else is getting tie-in? So all the... Almost every single Bat Family book is getting a tie-in. Catwoman 37 is getting a tie-in. Nightwing 86 is getting a tie-in. Um, on the cover is Cass. Spoiler, my least favorite person. Uh, Tim and Nightwing. Let's see. Detective Comics, Fear State. Task Force Z, I have not read that. Bam, bam, go away. I don't know. I don't know if I care who's writing that. Written by Matthew Rosenberg. I'm honestly not sure, but it's like, it's canon, if I'm correct. Um, somehow they reanimated a lot of people. Fear State Omega tie-in, number one. As Gotham's Fear State comes to a close, a new day dawns on the city, one without Batman, but the Dark Knight's absence does not mean the city is without heroes. Join James Tinian and Ricardo as uh, Federici as they bring Fear State to its conclusion and introduce a new status quo that will reverberate throughout the DCU for years to come. Alright, I don't know who's picking up the next... Well, actually, I do, but I forgot his name. Issues of Batman. But I really, really hope that he does not throw out any of James' characters. I've said this before. I'm not the biggest fan of James, but I'm enjoying what he's doing with Batman right now, changing the status quo. I really hope that the next person takes his plan and builds on it. I enjoy this idea of um, seeing how things work without Batman. I just really, really, really hope that it's not fucking Jace. I really, I just can't care enough about him. And I also love Batman the name too much to not buy an issue. So I have an issue here, which is I can't not buy Batman because I love Batman in general. Like I just love the name. If it wasn't for that, if Jace became Batman, I'd drop the fucking issue. But that's just me. Personally, if you like Jace, that's cool. But I just cannot get into his character. To me, he is the most pointless, unnecessary addition. We have so many cool people. Like, if you guys wanted a black Batman, bro, we have Duke. Batman was training him differently. We could have seen how that worked out, but y'all didn't really flesh that out well enough. We have Batwing. He could come back to the fold if it really comes to that. Fucking Batwing's sister. She was in Future's End. We don't need Jace. We don't. His origin was also trash, if you ask me. Like, the dude was just like, yo, I'm a bang, but I want to bang like everybody else is banging. So I'm a banging Batman. 
And it's like, no, nigga. Get your own fucking ID. Fam, I could just rant for years. I just... Please don't give us Jace as the main Batman title. Please. That's all I'm fucking begging. Just give me Cassandra. Give me spoiler. I don't care. Just don't give me Jace. But please give me Cassandra. All right. Robin's number one is going to be a one out of six. Um, Let's see what this is. We'll, we'll read this. The five here... The five heroes to have donned the Robin cape and mask find themselves at a crossroads in their lives. Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, Damon Wayne come together to discuss the big thing that binds them together. Was being Robin and Batman's sidekick the best choice they could have made? But before they can get to the heart of the matter, they're ambushed by an unknown assailant with a bone to pick with them. She claims to have been the first Robin. She's out to prove Batman should have never trained any of them. Oh... Uh, Tim Seeley is going to be writing this. Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. I might actually read that. I want to know who this first Robin is. Oh, maybe she'll come back into the fold instead. Robin's artwork and design. Art in progress. Okay, cool. I'm going to read that. Also, Damon's in this. I'm going to read it. Robin and Batman. A three-part issue. Yeah, one out of three. Three parts, 40 page. Um, it will be starting 11-9 by Jeff Lemire. The art looks really, really cool. I like that art. Gotham City Villains, Anniversary Giant. Oh, man. I guess they're going to... Yep, it's... um. Looks like a bunch of stories about the villains throughout Arkham City. Uh, featuring a... Tantalizing Tale of the Penguin, written by legendary Danny... Oh, Danny DeVito's writing the Penguin story in this one, too. That is hilarious. I'm excited to try that out. But what I'm really excited for, super fucking excited for, is Dark Knights of Steel, written by Tom Taylor. An entire medieval world will be forever changed when a spaceship crash lands from a doomed planet Monarchs will die, kingdoms will rise, and what seemed the end of the world for many was only the beginning. An epic high fantasy story set in the DC universe, and the DC universe where nothing is what it seems. That's going to be really cool to see all of our characters like in a fantasy take and Batman with a fucking sword. I'm excited for that. Justice League Incarnate number one already looks insane from this picture, I'm not going to lie. Um, we're not going to read that because it's related to Infinite, um, Frontier, the finale, and that didn't come out yet, and I don't even want the slightest hint of what is about to happen. Wonder Wonder Woman Evolution, number one, this is the season to be freezing, oh my god, another December special we're getting, Mm, Batman Annual 2021. The Ghostmaker Saga concludes. Oh, okay. So they're going to finish um, that Ghostmaker uh, mission that we were reading in the backups. Detective Comics 2021 Annual. As Arkham Rises, Heroes Fall. Prelude to Shadows of the Bat. I'm interested to see what Shadows of the Bat is going to be. The Joker Annual 2021 will be coming out 1130. Uh, Justice League Dark Annual. Ooh. 
might have to fuck with that for a little bit. And then, okay, yeah, there was Mr. Miracle. Oh, man, I'm about to have to try that new Mr. Miracle. Scott Free wants nothing more than to leave Apocalypse for Planet... To leave Apocalypse for Planet Earth. And he knows exactly how to do it. But his plan never involved falling in love with the head of the female Furies, Big Barda. The one person tasked with ensuring he never escapes. Oh, okay, that wasn't that much of a description. But, uh, I'm interested in... Yeah, we're gonna check that out. Now it's time for us to look at the Marvel previews. On the cover, we have Hulk number one, which is gonna be from Donnie Cates. That's gonna be cool. Um, I mean, honestly, we're gonna fucking get through this a lot faster than the DC one, because, if I'm being honest, I only read a couple Marvel stuff. But, but, but. Venom is coming back to us, guys, and I'm excited. Um, it's gonna be written by Brian Hitch. It looks like, er, hold up, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. Um, with Round V and Al Ewing weaving a mind-bending story that will push Eddie and Dylan Brock to their limits and Brian Hitch doing some of the most action-packed work of his career. Venom 2 will do all that and more. Alright, so that's who's writing and drawing uh, Venom 2. I'm excited. They're keeping Donny Cates' work um, from, like, Dylan stuff. And oh my god, I'm just, I'm just really fucking excited. I'm, I hope that I'm sorry. I'm just really excited. All right, so yeah, I'm very excited for that. I don't know when Venom 1 comes out, but I got to go put that on my list. We will definitely cover that. I just need to catch up on to some other shit. But once we catch up on a decent amount of stuff, I know I've been saying that forever, but once we do, Venom's going to stay in the rotation as long as it stays good. So I'm excited for it. Anyone who's a fan of Hawkeye Cake Bishop, she is getting a 1 out of 5, I mean a 5-issue series, mini-series coming up. Um, I don't see a date on this, but it looks like it is coming, and it's going to be 399, 32 pages, rated T+. The Amazing Spider-Man Beyond, da, 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 da. I don't know, I haven't been, like, fucking with Spider-Man, so, like, like I said, this is going to be pretty quick, but these covers are absolutely insane, bro, what? Yeah, this looks dope. What I'm really looking for is the, ooh, Black Cat Infinity Score. Is that her getting a fucking Infinity Gauntlet? That would be fucking crazy. The Death of Doctor Strange. I am a little bit interested in this. Um, Meet the Three Mothers. With no Sorcerer Supreme, the Earth is left entirely defensive against the Mother. Mothers of all mystical threats. Meet Three Mothers. The Ward, an alien mage priestess the crown a powerful warrior queen and the calling a monstrous composed of acid mouth worms oh yeah 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 yeah. i'm about to tell my boy put this on the list what the death of dr strange oh fucking k the stuff that i'm really really here for white fox who is this white fox death of dr strange white fox last of her kind last hope for earth Ooh, Ami Han. 
hey, yo, listen, bro. I don't, yo, this white fox is gas, cat. Oh, shit. Listen, man, I don't know, bro. White fox looking a little, mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, Inferno number three of four. Ooh, Kirkoa's troubles don't attack one at a time. Jonathan Hickman reunites with his powers of ex-collaborator R.B. Silva for the pen, penultimate, penu, penultimate, penultimate, penultimate. I'm sorry, I can't fucking read. Penultimate chapter of his ex son song, son song. <laughs> All right, there's no dates. Marvel doesn't put dates in these, huh? I was really hoping to see a date so I could see exactly when things are coming out. But, um, I mean, Legends, Black Panther, um, Darkhold. Oh, they're rewriting Dark, they're writing Darkhold. So is it like, um, Darkhold? Alright, you know what, we'll just read the Black Bolt summary. Black Bolt's mighty voice is his greatest gift, and since childhood, it has been his greatest curse. Recruited with four other heroes to read from the Darkhold, a power of evil text written by the Elder God, uh, Cthone. Black Bolt thought he was signing up for a battle befitting a king, but the true battlefield is his own mind. Critically acclaimed writer Marvel Russell brings you a screen-worthy story that will break an empire. Alright, might look into that, because I do want the original Darkhold. Uh, my guy has it, and I think I'm going to cop that from him. John really takes over Black Panther, uh, retailers, previous orders will be canceled, interesting, alright, so I guess Black Panther must have went through a change, and why is Storm on the cover for this Black Panther, like, they, is, are they gonna try and forge that relationship again after he clearly is pissed off at her, Tom, uh, um, Tom Taylor is writing Marvel Dark Ages, and this shit looks absolutely insane. I have the issue. I'm gonna go read it later, and it. I hope it's as good as it looks. I mean, I know it's gonna be good. It's Tom. Come on, guys. Moon Knight. I have Moon Knight. I'm getting Moon Knight. So let's hope that Moon Knight is good, and I will try and add that into rotation. Oh man, X Force Kill Shot Anniversary Special. Big fire. That is real cool. I might actually read that. I mean, I love Deadpool. I haven't read Deadpool in a long time, but, you know, that's going to be dope. What? Deadpool with a long tongue. What Deadpool is that, dog? That's going to be really cool. Connecting variant covers by Rob Liefeld. I, hold up. Never mind. We're not going to go there. We're just going to leave that there. The Trial of Magneto. Four of five, swords ten or sword ten, hellion seventeen. Oh man, I will say this trial of Magneto. <gasps> oh, bro, the trial of Magneto four of five cover is wild. A Wanda divided cannot stand, but there are many other things she can do. Chaos comes to Krakoa, bro. Krakoa is getting shat on. X-Men number 5, X-Force 25, New Mutants 23, Fall of the Shadow Children. Ooh, let's see. A deadly turn of the tide to ma to mark 25 issues of X-Force. I wonder how the fuck X-Force, I don't know, bro. X-Force, everything in, 
everything just is like fun. That's all it really seems. It just seems like a bunch of fun. Uh, X Men Legends. If anyone is is uh, interested in that, it is uh, a fatal four way. Wolverine versus Lady De- Lady Deathstrike versus Omega Red versus Sabretooth. That sounds insane, but I'm not picking that up. And other than that, I mean, I think we're ju- we're about done with uh with the Marvel previews. I mean, again, I I warned you guys, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan, so I don't really um not much here, and they don't have the dates for anything, just like prices. Um but hey, the Spider-Man Miles Morales 32 cover looks absolutely insane. And I might, there's a small chance I might pick up Miles Morales. Oh, Daredevil 36. After a romance that blossomed over the last two years in Daredevil, Mayor Fisk and um, Typhoid Mary are prepared to tie the knot. But in a fashion truly befitting the house of ideas, calamity is right around the corner for the happy couple. But what sort of trouble discovery could be so monumental as to derail the most powerful man in new york city's special day my answer lies in this oversized special issue if you get no other daredevil issue this year you must get this one daredevil 36 i really like daredevil electra she looks so cool i gotta catch up on daredevil i have a couple of those issues and i'm really excited to read it but yeah, alright guys, so uh, that that was the previews for September, and that's all the previews that we're going to fucking do. So, thank you for sticking for the previews. Um, let's see if there's anything else that I need to tell you guys about. Yeah, we'll do, we'll, do a, we'll do a couple comic summaries, and then we'll call it a day. But let's get to that shit, because it's getting late. Hellions 14. Sinister got the Hellions in a pickle. After his mission to prevent the sword battle, which failed, which he failed to complete, actually. It didn't just fail. He failed to complete it. And, I mean, it was really his fault. Also, he betrayed his team for his own means and stole something. So Sinister's on a fucking roll right now. The race he had stole from came back to reclaim their item and to kill. There, there was no talking. They just wanted to fucking murder. Now the Hellions might die yet again during... Uh, this fight, we learned that when Wild Child, Nanny, and Orphan died in Ameth, they came back more prepared and evolved. Their sense of awareness on how they died previously had changed and bettered them. Tarn makes his way into the fight and kind of puts an end to their fighting with ease. Like, he just fucking murks everybody. And he takes back the growth and evolution that came with their resurrection. Sinister ends up turning pussy again, and he runs away. Um, and the other Sinister that had brought the people of Ameth to their doorstep chase after him, but only because Sinister said, hey, I have a project here, and I think you'll like the project, Sinister. And Sinister was like, yes, I do want to see this project. So it was to figure out what the fuck Sinister was doing, but I know he was cooking up something horrible. X-Men 2 start off with Gambit having a gambling match of cards in the basement of the treehouse, the base of the X-Men, with Ben Grimm, Rhino, and Black Cat. While getting chewed out by Rogue back uh, on on Game World, the gambling begins for another invasion on Earth, and this one is a one-man army. 
the Annihilation Wave, the X-Men go to help save the town, but, you know, uh, shit gets really, really, really fucking hectic. The Annihilation Wave just, like, tears through this town, and everyone's just trying to come up with ways to save every, uh, to save everybody, and just, just how, how the fuck are they gonna save the town? The Annihilation Wave is just insane. But, they use a lot of teamwork. Jean taught uh, Sink how to use her powers whenever he needs to, whenever he needs to borrow them. So now he knows how to use telepathy. After saving the town, they were invited to a dinner, and maybe I interpreted it, interpreted this ending wrong, but I think they were either murdered at the dinner, or I could be wrong. On the following page, we see someone who has a connection to Orcus having the helm of Sunfire in his shelf, as well as an article with Cyclops' visor related to it. And he was having dinner with people who he just killed, or his family. Um, I guess they made the wrong meal, I believe it was, and he ended up killing them. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure exactly how that issue was supposed to end in my head. Or in reality, but that's how it ended in my head. I think the X-Men just died. But we'll find out in the next issue of X-Men. Children of the Atom 6. Sorry for that, like, ASMR sniff that I just did. Children of the Atom 6. This was my favorite read this week on Marvel. The kids find out that Carmen is a mutant, and she goes to the Hellfire Gala and meets with a bunch of wonderful mutants, but also some mean ones. But she finds out she's a shapeshifter, and Mystique greets her for a short moment so that might turn into something. Later in the story, she returns home and tells her parents she's a mutant. Even though her parents didn't like mutants and um, mutants to begin with, like when everything first started popping off, they ended up embracing her and supporting whatever choice she made. It was funny because they were like, oh, you're queer? We know. And like laugh about it. And she's like, no, I'm a mutant. Because... They always just take everything as a joke. Alright. Now, on to some Batman shit. Excuse the burp. I had to burp. Alright, enough burping. Detective 39, 40, and 41. 10, 39, 10, 40, and 41. Whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, well, you don't, but I added 10, so now you know it's 10 and then those numbers. Fuck it. Let's just get to the shits. Batman's final showdown with Worth as the... Sorry, I stopped because I needed to do something, and <laughs> this issue is super funny now that I look at what I just looked at, which you guys will know about next. Whatever, we'll get to it when we get to it. Alright, so, Batman's final shout showdown with Worth as the city descends into chaos. Huntress finds Vile and tries to confront him but gets infected. Batman ends up slowing down Worth in their fight but putting by putting cement over him. Vile ends up being defeated but saved by a goon who is taking the advantage of the chaos going on. So now he's somewhere and no one knows. These are really short previews. I'm just getting down and dirty to the shit. I might change up the way these previews work in the future, but I'm just letting y'all know. Anyway, Batman sits in prison while Barbara works on getting the evidence to get him out, which eventually... She does, and it works, and he's a free man to go back to his now-burning apartment. The apartment was set on fire by the men of Penguin who have 
Mr. Who have Mr. Worth in one of their lairs as they agree to the death of Bruce Wayne, but only after killing the bat. And they, they still don't know that Bruce and the bat are two the, the same people. But hey, fuck it. I ain't gonna say nothing. We travel with Batman as he heads to meet Worth, who is demanding to bring Bruce Wayne in for trial by jury of his fellow criminals. Batman shoots uh, Batman shows up alone and tries to talk them down, but that does not work. It does not work out well at all. Instead, it turns into a shootout, dodging mostly all the bullets. It doesn't end well as the goons have been finding a way to turn Vile's monster-ish, uh, the monster inside of Vile, they managed to turn it into a weapon, a bullet weapon, a projectile weapon, and they shot Bruce with it, meaning Vile controls Bruce and Huntress is now on the call. Somehow, she didn't get infected all the way. So she's safe, but Batman isn't. So now, she has to save the fucking day. And that is all of the summaries and all of the news and all of the great, 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 greatness that I bring you guys because I am the best person in the world. Thank you very much. And... I will see y'all next episode, either next week or the week after. It's not going to be bi-weekly forever, but it might take some time for me to fix this and get it the way that I would like to have it, but I also don't want to stop giving y'all content. So thanks to everyone who sticks through. I'm always keep y'all updated, but um, yeah, I'll see you guys when I see you. Promise will be no more than two weeks. The earliest is one week. Stay safe. Peace.